You've just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. So I want to continue dealing in the area of vision and one of the charges that God has given this house is to get back to that place where we once were being that place of excitement, that place of being enthusiastic about the things of God, that place where you were on fire for Jesus. (laughs) Again, it doesn't mean it's the whole house, but the majority. And if I am running steadfast, I still, it's not that I don't receive the word. I receive the word and I run all the more eagerly. Amen. So, but one of the things that um, the Lord had ministered to us during this is that we should get back to that place again to where we were once before. And that is when we are, are doing those things that we used to do that kept us uh, on fire or if you will, in the sense that I'm saying in love with God or back to that place where God was really first. And throughout that each letter, and I've stated this before to the seven churches, he would always end each letter with this. Let he who have ears to hear, hear what the spirit of God is saying. So I'm encouraging you don't allow this to go into one ear and out the other, because as disciples of Jesus, guess what we should be doing? Bearing fruit. Amen. But we said the first or one of the or the first danger sign for any believer is to grow cold toward Christ. And I said that there were some things um, to consider when you're falling away. We said we need to check the attitude of our heart. We need to check the attitude of our heart. Who remembers that? So um, you always want to make sure that your heart stays right before God. And in order to do that and maintain a healthy heart, you have to be a good guarder of your heart. Why? Because out of it flows the issues of life. Proverbs encourages us to, above all else, (laughs) be diligent to guard your heart. Then we said we need to check the quality of our commitment, the quality of my commitment. And that is, what do you mean the quality of my commitment? My time, my talents, as well as my financial contributions. So let's, and we said, of course, our faith. But the particular area or the area I want to focus on tonight is the quality of my commitment. I want you to do a self-introspection of the quality of your commitment in the area of my time. What's my time like? Am I ever available when a man of God needs me? When the church needs me, am I ever available? When I say the church, the house of the living God. Am I available for kingdom? My then my talents, what do you mean? My gifts. What area am I presently serving in ministry? Every joint supplies, being that every member should be an active member. There's something that you should be doing. Watch this. Showing up doesn't mean that you are doing. No, what am I doing? What area am I? What area do I presently serve? 
and, and I want to encourage you in this particular area because I've been doing this a long time and I've seen uh, people start off strong and sometimes they fall away. But, but and let me say this, uh, everyone at some point in time is, is, is uh, fighting a good fight of faith or we always fighting a good fight of faith. And I'm saying that to say um, if there was ever a time where everything was all kosher all the time. Should be good the most majority of the time, Chris. But my point is, you know, you can look at throughout the body, you know, we're all dealing with things. And I'm saying that to say, you know, if we just wait until everything is kosher, none of us should be none of us are gonna serve. So I have to still press. That's why we walk by faith. As a matter of fact, that servant helps relieve me of stresses and any other things that may Okay, y'all. Notice how the Bible always uses the, the analogy of how we are the body. Of course, we are the body of Christ. And he's always talking about the, the different members and the limbs and different aspects of the body. Well, what's the purpose of having eyes if they don't? What if your leg said, Crystal, you know, we walked a lot today. You know, when I feel like, when, when I feel like I'm well able, and only think about that sometime, you're never. And I'm saying that to say we all are pressing. We, we're, we're all are forging forward. Amen. We're fighting the same fight of faith. So, and I'm saying that to say, see, you have to remember, Satan will use anything he can to distract you. Notice, distract, get you off track. So you have to, watch this, we, we can't be ignorant of the enemy's devices. So he's not going to come at you at a way that you are expected. So he'll use anybody, anything to get you sidetracked. So consider your time. How much, how available am I? Consider your talents being, am I, am I using my gift? That thing that God has called me to. Then to not just look at it, but am I being effective with it? Wow. And those of you who hold positions, am I taking it to the next level? Did I grab that thing, Crystal, by the, by the horns and whatever my hands find to do, I'm doing it with all of my might. Am I? And listen, and when we serve, guess who we serve as unto? The Lord, not unto man. So when we serve, we serve as if Jesus was here physically. Notice I said physically. His presence is here, but we serve just as if, just like you can see me now, I see him. And it shouldn't be that when he walks through the door, oh, let me, let me get, no, no, no. His presence is here. So I'm going to serve my, my pastors. I'm going to serve uh, one another as if God was here himself, just like it was the Lord. As not unto, see, when I do it unto man, there's this nonchalant kind of halfway, lackadaisical, I don't really care kind of attitude. That's, that's not, that should not be named among the believer. Then we'll go to work Monday morning. Oh, and we do things the boss hadn't even wanted us to do. Just to please the boss. Nothing wrong with that. But am I doing this? Actually, we should be doing more. If my attitude is like that, if my attitude is to be on time in the marketplace, my attitude should be to be on time for kingdom. If my attitude is to serve in excellence, and what sometimes what tickles me is that you learn how to serve well here, then you take it out there, and they wonder, how does she serve so well? How does he do this so well? And, and then we can't get the same, we, when I say we churches, can get the same commitment from everyone when we should. So you want to consider that. Then consider my financial contribution. Am I 
what does my financial contribution look like? And don't get ruffled because, again, if you are hearing from God, then that's what matters. No, hearing and heeding, not just hearing. As a matter of fact, I don't know about you, but who heard, uh, if you heard God and obeyed God relative to your thanks I've received, then, you know, there's some things we all got in agreement with. But I don't know about you, but I don't, my, my money done came back. Be happy. Rejoice with those who rejoice. <laughs> and, and yours coming. It, it probably already came. But my point is, we, we can't see see how we got. See, that goes back to number one. Deal with that heart. But see, I heard and I obeyed God. Because sometimes, men of God, you know what people, they get upset. But did you heed? And if you did, man, you stay faithful. Then another thing, but I'm not going to deal with tonight, but when we talk about patience, it's, it's, it's you know, when the scripture says, follow those who after faith and see, it's not patience just like waiting. It's how you wait until it come. That's patience, not just because you could wait, but it's the attitude that you have while you waiting. You see the difference? So patience is what you do while you're waiting, not I've been waiting seven years, but your attitude been nasty for seven years. I've been waiting six months, on, but but the attitude, see the difference? So patience is how you carry yourself while you're waiting. Are you here? So I want, I want to look at that area. Because when it comes to doing kingdom, two things, well, we need all these things. We need good attitudes. We need people, committed people, and guess what? Money. To seem that support. Well, Pastor, we got the people, yeah, but we need the money. Oh, we got the money, yeah, but we're not the people. So it takes both people and money. Now, of course, you should know, and, and I want to share some things. Write these down, um, and I want to I want to exhort you to embrace. You, you should you should embrace the vision. It should be in you. It should be in you. And, and and just let me say this. And when we're talking about the vision, we're talking about that revelation that God gave to the shepherd for that particular flock. So that thing that God revealed to you, for for you it would be the thing that he revealed to Pastor T relative to what he wants to do in SGFC. And any God-given vision should include, if you have a God-given vision and has nothing to do with reaching people, I would tell that person to go back and revisit and make sure that you are called by God. Because if you have a God-given vision, God-given vision, and it has nothing to do with reaching people or discipling people, I want to encourage that person to go back and make sure that he actually spoke to you. So in any vision that God's given, it's going to involve people. It's going to involve people or the reaching of people or some type of connectivity with people. So the vision answers the question. The vision, you can write this down for your learning. The vision answers the question, what does God want us to do? What does God want us to do? Who knows? Right? <laughs> Well, here it is. He, 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 he tells us. Let's read it out loud. Ready? Let's read. To lead people to a relationship with Jesus Christ, teaching them how to become successful Christians based on salvation in Jesus and the true uncompromising word of God. To lead people. Then, too, the vision must always be given with clarity, consistency, and creativity. So, um, you would have to actually get somebody to help you not understand this. So it's real clear. Notice you heard me say consistency. 
That's why you hear, and, and I'm not talking about consistency in the sense of being redundant and, and, and just being um, trying to nitpick, but consistent in as the Apostle Peter reminded the church, as long as I'm in this earthly tent, I'm going to remind you whereby you could be stirred up. So that's why you all often hear me encouraging you to share Jesus. That, that's, that, that's not trying to get on your nerves, Sister Given, it's to remind you. That as a part of this house, my job as a disciple of Jesus is to lead people to him. Okay? So, and it's not limited to these four things, but every vision, every for every church across the board, um, their vision should include at least four things. And, of course, they're not exclusive to these four things, but these four are always a good starting point. Okay? So, and I'll probably give you more as we go, more as we go, but you should at least find these four. It's not limited to these four, okay? So if you go home and see on TBN and somebody say there's 10, well, Pastor said four, no, Pastor said they're not exclusive to these four, okay? So number one, it should always involve reaching lost people, reaching lost people. So the vision should include what? Re Y'all talk back to me. Come on. Reaching people. Listen, um, we'll be done at 8.30, but I want you guys look at me for a second. When I ask for your participation, talk back to me so they can hear you on the CD. Amen. God is, and I'm telling you, God is great. It's all about response. You don't have to be, you know, it can be better. It is better. It's a choice how you respond. Amen. See, see you, you, you have to faith your way through it because if you waiting to feel like it you'll never do it so you have to faith it till you make it faith it faith not fake faith it till you make it faith it until you make it did, did you hear me faith it why because we walk by we live by so faith it so all y'all quoting fake it faith it Matter of fact, I believe that's what they were saying, faith, but y'all heard fake. <laughs> I believe it was faked it, and y'all was hearing fake it, and people were faking it. And what was said was faked it, but people were hearing fake it. So the vision should include what? Reaching lost people. Is that in the vision that God gave pastor? What do you see that? To lead, hold on, people. So here we see, and the reason I'm sharing this because the scripture, Proverbs 2019 says, well, there's no redemptive revelation. That thing that has been revealed by God, people cast off restraint or run wild. But happy is he who keeps the law, what the, his word, that which was declared. Not just, yet happy is he who keeps the word, anything that God has spoken. So happy is he who keeps this, that which has been disclosed, revealed. So I submit to you a lot of your joy. And happiness, fulfillment comes in fulfilling or help fulfilling a God-given vision. That's why sometimes people, they feel like something's missing. Why? Because you're not participating. That's why you feel vibrant and you feel strong when you, when you are, are actually a part of something, meaning I'm doing something. That's why when you don't, you, see, when you're not really participating, you don't feel like, you feel like, hey, something, something's missing. Oh, man, I don't know, something's missing. You're not connected. Are you here? But it says, happy is he who keeps the law. What? That which God revealed. Pastor T says at all times, we are part of something bigger than big, greater than great. This came from God. We can find it in the word. 
So number one, it involves what? Reaching people. Mark 16, 15 says this. Go into all the world and proclaim, Mark 16, 15, the gospel to the whole creation or the whole world. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Listen, that's reaching lost. Are you here? <laughs> John 15, 8 says this, amplified. My father is glorified, listen to this, is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be, listen, my true disciples. Why did he say true? I want you to write this down. When you go through the scripture, let me, a disciple, this is what a disciple is. A disciple is a student, a learner. That's all a disciple is. And the idea is to share that which you have learned in order to grow whatever part of the organization or whatever you are. Like I said, every organization has disciples. Jesus wasn't the only one who had disciples. Now, he said true disciples, right? Watch this. Everybody, Jesus had those who were disciples, Crystal, but weren't necessarily followers of Jesus. Are you here? There was a time he was preaching, they didn't understand what Jesus was saying relative to the body and giving his body. And, and, and the scripture says how from that time, many of those who follow him or, or, or who were disciples, excuse me, left. So in other words, that, that's like you have people, they, they'll receive what you said all day, but they're not a true follower of Jesus. Because evidence of a true follower is fruit. You have a lot of people who are naming the name of Christian, but they're just, they're nominal. What do you mean? They're just Christian in name, don't share Jesus, don't rarely, they rarely go to church. I ain't listened, to, I ain't stood, no preach, I ain't stood, but I'm a Christian. Curse you out like a sailor, whatever that means. Engaging in lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, all three of them, three of them. Watch this, but they're Christians. God, but my point is this, if I'm a true follower, see, we're not just disciples, but we are followers of Christ. Follow that. Can you find that passage? While I'm standing? Watch this. So we're not just disciples. We're true disciples. How? Why? Because we bear fruit. So if I'm a true disciple, there should be some. If I'm a true follower, I like to say it that way, of Jesus, then there should be some. Some, some what? Notice. He says, man, dad is glorified and honored, man. When we bear, matter of fact, we were saying that wrong, much fruit. Let's repeat that. A true follower of Jesus bears much fruit. <laughs> and prove yourselves to be my true. Okay, you got the disciples. Then the, who are the true ones? The followers. Are y'all here? You, you got people come going through churches, organizations throughout the world, and they're not all followers, man of God, of Jesus. Being that I'm a Christian, but I'm not necessarily following, doing anything that he has commanded me to do, like share the gospel, bear fruit. Are you here? Listen, Acts 1-8 says this, and, and I, I'm showing you this because we should be reaching people. We should be leading people. So I need to ask myself, am I? Wow, have I just been a disciple? A student. That's, that's what a disciple is, a student, a learner. I don't want to just be a disciple. I want to be a true disciple. So when I follow him, that means I am putting into practice that which I've learned. 
I'm not just sitting on it. You know, you got you, you know how you run into people. You probably got a cousin. They could, well, to you, you say, "Oh man, they know that Bible." <laughs> oh man, oh oh oh, she could t- she could tell you the Bible. Oh, he could tell you, but they're not really following. Because when I'm a follower, I am putting into practice that which I've learned. From that time, he never disciples went back and what walked with him, huh? And wasn't talking about the twelve. There were a lot of people who were disciples of Jesus. Many from that time, many of his disciples. You see, so everybody who's a disciple, not necessarily a follower of Jesus. We want to be discipled followers. You hear? <laughs> That's a, another necessity of the Holy Spirit is so you can be an effective witness. That's why he told them in I think it was Luke's account. He said, listen, yeah, it was Luke. Y'all wait here in Jerusalem, man. <laughs> wait for the power. The old church took that as that word, it means to tarry. But he said, well, I think the King James says, tarry you here. It mean, it, 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 it literally, it means to wait in Jerusalem, not tarry for Holy Spirit, because he gives it to anybody who asks. But he said, wait, don't go. Now, you can share Jesus because some I don't want anybody to misinterpret it. Well, I don't have, I ain't feel with the Holy Ghost. Well, I don't have to share it. See, now you're, being, you're, being, you're not being true to yourself, okay? But he said, wait for the power, then go. See, when you got that dunamis, when you have that dynamite, wonder-working power as the old church power. Thank you, Jesus. Okay? See, while you out sharing that power working in you, you done told a man the deep things that nobody else knew but him, and he received Jesus right there on the spot because you got the, someone try to trick you with a trick question. You, you had no idea what the answer is, but since you had the power who knows all things, you impressed yourself with the answer, and now he is here, she is here as a result of the wisdom that resides on the inside of you, man, woman. Are you here? Acts 1 and 8 says this, but you will receive power, watch this, and ability when Holy Spirit comes up on you. And you will be my witnesses. That The Greek word is the word martyr, which literally means one who is willing to lay down his life for what he or she believes. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.